Hey, 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 welcome back to Spilling the GNT. You're here with Polo. And Dr. Tom. Now, we're here to give you the opinion you never really asked for. But we're giving it anyway. That's right. Now, Polo here's a performer. Hey, and Dr. Tom's a psychiatrist. Hmm. And we're here to give you our professional... Professional? Professional review on RuPaul's Drag Race Season 12. Are you ready to get into a doctor? More than ready. Let's go. Let's go indeed. Now, how are you today? Not bad, not bad. It's been a great, it's been a great week, actually. Good. Um, quarantine life. As it is, it's, getting, it's actually starting to listen a bit more. We have um, some cafes opening again. I am no longer eating homemade coffee. <laughs> I'm able to treat myself to some artisan, artisan kind of artisanal coconut latte. Beans. Um, no, so it's been going. It's actually been going okay for me. What about you? Yeah, great. Thank you. Um, I'm sporting a slightly fresher look than last week because yes. I was can treated I just, to a barbering session by Paolo can here. Can I just say, you've never looked better. Thank you. Yeah. Maybe I need to employ your services just in general in the future. Yeah. And next time you should pay. <laughs> <laughs> Awkward moment laughing. I pay every day. <laughs> um, felt like you were coming for me. <laughs> felt like you were really coming for me. <laughs> Some things I want to discuss before we actually get into the reunion episode Ooh, mm. we just got confirmation now before it's regarding all stars five uh-huh. okay so there's been rumors with the new all stars five format that how it's going to change now usually the format is um the two queens who are the tops yes lip sync and they actually get the winner chooses who goes home you know with yeah. the, the lipstick revelation so it's the lip sync for your legacy format that we've had yes seasons two three and four yep of now, All Stars. now this week what we're no sorry no this week what's happened is we have got a new ad that's come out mm-hmm. um vh1 well and it's actually confirmed the rumor that instead of that format where yes. um, you're lip sync for your legacy mm-hmm. um it's going to be the people who i think it's the tops the tops are going yes. to um lip sync against a previous lip sync assassin from the seasons yeah and whereas they used to judge sort of two winners didn't they yes. per challenge there will be one winner going like, up against a previous lip sync assassin so this got us thinking doesn't it i mean we we've voiced our opinions on this many times on the show but like what defines i'd like to ask you paulo please yes. if i may what <laughs> defines a lip sync assassin well, an assassin is someone who's a professional killer, someone who kills, someone who kills all the time. So, um, a lip syncing assassin is someone who's obviously just slays the lip sync and uh-huh. survives, um, gets gets through the competition. Yeah. Um, through lip syncs, kind of, kind of that, isn't it? Someone who's just really, really good at lip syncing and can and can rely on their skills to actually buy them another week or two or three maybe four yeah and we've heard some girls say haven't they i don't care if i'm in the bottom every week i'll slay each and every lip sync and make my way to the top yeah. <laughs> don't know which queen i was imitating it was like a conglomeration of a few i think well, well, it's like hey how's your day today how's my day today look i was ready to lip sync for my mother in the life okay sorry i was ready <laughs> so we've got people like that now when i think of lip sync assessments i mm-hmm. automatically go to coco montrese I think she's like the archetypal um, lip sync assassin to me. Coco Montrese is like every single one of her lip syncs um, in season five Five. were phenomenal. When I grow up, I want to be like, she just was so good. Somehow she made that like creepy little Shirley Temple outfit really really, work, didn't she? Really work for that. Like, (laughs) and like, she was just like, she just comes alive on stage and we cannot forget the cold hearted Snake. And she did the whole coming to my you you are yeah. putting to my list right now. You can't even see it, but I'm I'm ripping you know, I'm, I'm doing Pokemon <laughs> treats and now I'm flipping my hands. When like, she's pointing at her mouth. Sorry, we don't, you know, Balo was pointing at his mouth. Yep. <laughs> One of the best lip sync battles where they were both just amazing. Like I was just like, I don't know where to look. I look yeah. to my left and I see Coco doing some um amazing arm oh, work with her sleeves. I look to my right and I'm seeing Alyssa doing like jump splits and everything. <laughs> and it's just like I was just like, how was it not a double Shantae? Oh, sorry, double been, say. It should have been the double um Shantae of the season, shouldn't it? Other lip syncs I think of that were like maybe not assassins but mm-hmm. they just like their lip syncs were completely memorable and i think about dita ritz yeah. um this will be yeah dita was fab in both of her lip syncs yep and i think about like sasha i mean i don't know about sasha look 
when I think about Lip Sync Assassins, I actually don't look at the finale format because it's not fair for the seasons who didn't have that extra time mm-hmm. to um, be able to perform in Lip Sync. It's And that's more of a, it's, it's a different game. So let's talk Turkey then, yeah? Yeah. I guess there are a few different ways you can define it, can't they? Yeah. Like, I think surviving a few Lip Syncs is important. Um now, there's a, there's, a, there's a semi-elite club, I guess, of girls who've survived two lip syncs. There's actually quite a few of them by my card, not a comprehensive list, but there are very few who survived three lip syncs. Now, we were thinking earlier that the, the if we keep pointing at the new format, it's been around for like three or four seasons now, the lip sync finale format actually gives a bit of an advantage to some girls in the sense that they've got more chances to lip sync and more chances to be recognized as a lip sync assassin haven't yes. they? so if we think of like the if, if we're being real purists here yeah and we think of the girls who have survived three lip syncs and we're in the old format before lip sync for the crown we've already named coco can you think of any others um jujubee jujubee did yes. jujubee was fantastic black velvet being a standout fave for me mm. She was the original lip-moving kind of jaw thing, you know? The the Mm -hmm. thing that, like, Detox is known for. I think um, Jujubee was the first one to actually do it on the stage during her lip-sync. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, she just, she, her mouth goes really big and expressive when she lip-syncs, isn't she? I think about Alexis Mateo, the bam. Bam! Bam! Alexis Mateo, yeah, she also survived three. Yep. Um, She was quite, uh, she emoted, but she was a great dancer as well, I thought, Mm. Alexis. Now, by my calculations, there's only one other from season six, and that's Darianne Lake. That's right. Really she, um, overlooked. Double chante, so the double save with Ben Della. She sent home Magnolia Crawford, and then she eventually sent home Dela as well. Yep. Um, Darianne, fantastic. Again, not a dancer, but a fantastic, entertaining, expressive yes, lip sync um, When I think of her, I think of the moments where there was a, da- uh, a music dance break, and she's collecting tips. Yeah. I mean, come on. She was fantastic. Very, very good. Really, like, a classic, old-school lip-syncing queen. Now, there are a few girls who enter this club by virtue of the latter format and they are Cameron Michaels. Although actually didn't Cameron survive, she survived three lip syncs actually before the um, finale. So she enters this elite club technically. Having said that, I think Monet won the lip sync against Cameron and should have sent her home. I believe that. Mm. That's my belief. Well, when we're looking at the All-Stars 5 format, who are the queens that should return? There are others who don't necessarily feel that statistically, but definitely have the spirit of a yep. lip sync assassin and, about them. And take away the statistics. Mm-hmm. Give me the strongest lip sync performers, not not who survived yeah. the most, the ones that you know can just kill a performance, entertainment-wise, technical-wise, whatever. Who are the queens that should return? We often drop her name, Trinity K. Bonet. Yes, Trinity. Trinity Kane needs to come back. Yeah, you don't believe that Adore won that lip sync against Hell her, no. do you? Hell no. It was mm. her humour, charm, the comedy that they loved, but no, Trinity won that. I think Monet. I love Monet as a lip syncer. I yes. think she's so fun and expressive. I agree. Yeah. A Monet exchange was amazing. Like, they're... That one was great. We've, seen, was we've also seen her live. We have. Like, so she's amazing. So she needs to come amazing back. Amazing energy. Close personal friend of mine, Monet Exchange. Mm. Uh, Latrice, I believe, is an amazing, expressive lip syncer. Um, takes you to church. Both both of the ones that she won on season four gave me absolute tingles. Okay. I mean, I, I got tingles from her... Um, you make me feel like a natural woman. Yeah, I didn't really. I mean, I, that's the only performance uh, lip sync of hers that I actually think was amazing. The other one was um, My Imagination, wasn't it, against um, Dita Ritz? And I thought she was fantastic in that as well. Uh, like um, like Sharon Needle says, she, Latrice really took me to church. My skin started smoking. Um, Evie Oddly. Like, Evie Oddly. Yeah. What, what a performer. Evie, Evie Oddly and Brooklyn. Both of them would be lip sync assassins because they're both amazing. Well,. Brooklyn's an amazing dancer. Evie's mm-hmm. just very, very Cirque du Soleil. And I think, yeah. I think when you're like, yeah. Cirque du Soleil gay. It's <laughs> an old joke, really. That was a reach. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, reach for the stars. I think Raven is a fantastic lip syncer. When she lip synced on her season, I thought she did a fab job. Mm, okay, no, she's not in a, she's not like that was a ha but that wasn't like, whoa. Let's go really old school. Akasha. <laughs> It is going old school, isn't it? Akasha sent two girls home. Um, look, these are the, uh, Ooh, the new We format. missed one out. We missed a girl out. Okay. 
Raja O'Hara. She oh, survived three lip syncs. Yes, Raja O'Hara. I think she was amazing. I loved her confessionals. I loved yeah. her sass. I loved her nerve. I also loved her lip sync. She is one of the fastest winners of lip sync. It was there. Um, <laughs> Living in America yes, against Mercedes. Like she won that in the first three seconds. She, I'm, I'm getting tingles thinking about that because she like channeled James Brown. She was amazing. Yep. Look, look, enough, enough, enough. So these with the new format with the new format of All Stars Five, these are the kind of queens that I want to come back to. Yeah. And the ones who have to come back, I'm gonna throw their names out now. They have to bring back Kokomon Trees. Yes. If they if they're saying lipstick assassins, I wanna see Kokomon Trees. I wanna see Trinity K Bonet. Yeah. Um I wanna see Monet exchange. Yeah. Um Eureka is. I don't think we mentioned Eureka, but Eureka was actually really good. You know, in the finals yeah. in season ten, and she went up against Aquaria. Yeah. Can I just throw it out there that Eureka actually won the performance between her and Eureka, and the reason that she was given, uh, they both won, mm-hmm. was because I think RuPaul was like, um, I can't send Aquaria home. Yeah. Now she's been killing it the whole competition. I'm gonna make them both go through to the final lip sync. That Eureka won that lip sync in the finals against Aquaria. Isn't it so unfair then that Shay got sent home even though she had such a great scorecard? Although she was proper assassinated in that lip sync. Maybe that's yeah, what makes a difference. That, that was not. I mean, it would have been unfair because Sasha literally like annihilated mm-hmm. whereas Eureka it wasn't an annihilation but it was a clear for me it was a clear win yeah. so are there any other lip sync assassins that really stand out to you like we I think we've already mentioned the Evie Oddly versus um, Brooklyn Heights yeah which it was a lip sync assassin versus a lip sync assassin and I also want to go to the finale where they also had to lip sync again at the finale yes um, for the final to the Edge of Glory how it was Brooklyn versus Evie mm-hmm. and Brooklyn obviously was showing off that she can dance and all these things where I loved Evie and Evie did a a would have undo for me. Evie, mm-hmm. Evie, we know can do like the splits, she's bendy, she can do all that stuff, that, all that Cirque de Soleil stuff, but she chose to focus on the art and she wore this gown and she wore this beautiful headpiece with the face behind. Yeah, and she, it was amazing. she decided to take that kind of like, you know, she, she took it in a different direction and like, we already know you can dance. Yeah. What else can you do? And she said she said that in that final performance. Whereas Brooklyn still went on the same. I'm a dancer. I'm a dancer. I'm not going to do a dance thingy. Mm-hmm. And I think you want to see variation in a performance. And for me, a true lip sync performer or a true entertainer is someone who just marries the music, who becomes who becomes the lyrics that you can't see. Yeah. They they embodify that song. You can see, you can I can see what the song looks like. I know what I hear. I know what I hear, but what does it look like? And it's it really is that. And a would have undo is the lip sync assassin for the season. And like in in terms of like she is really a really good lip syncer. Yeah. Um, one lip sync performance that really stands out to me was the one that she um the Shaka Khan one. That was fantastic. Where you know like we all know that she can break her back. We all know that she <laughs> can um break her knees. Did you see that move? She went on the ground. It was like really. We know that she can do a jump flexible. split. We know that she can. We know that she can do all of the stuff. She can break her shoulder. She's double jointed. I know. <laughs> I know that she. That her body is, she has no feelings. She's got nothing. She can do anything. Yeah. Now, she could have done that in the Chaka Khan dance. She didn't because that's not what the that's not what the song calls for. That's right. She adjusted what she did to embody the song better. Exactly. Exactly. Now, a lip sync assassin isn't someone who knows how to who is the best dancer. No, that is not what the lip sync assassin. It's not like who who can dance the best, who can do the more the most death drops, who can do who can do all of that. That's what it is. It's who can embodify the music in the most entertaining way and, mm-hmm. and sometimes in a way that makes the most sense. Yeah. 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 Yeah, definitely. I mean, I, I know that you were talking about um, Cameron Michaels and Cameron Michaels, who I do feel is a lip sync assassin. Like you, she can't, she's the only one who's lasted four or five lip syncs. I think she, you know, for, for 
conventional series. I think she breaks the record. Some of that is to do with the, the format. The, the new format. Some, some of the, you know, I don't, I don't question the fact that she's a really great performer. It's just two like, of the lip syncs that she won. It wasn't because she was the best. It was because the person she was lip syncing against, yeah, was a. Uh, Miss Cracker, who took the song in a very different direction, Ms. and Cracker I agree with that. Went Ms. to comedy Cracker, with Nasty Girl, and it's it, it's a six. It's, a, it's the song yeah. is six, and then she also won against Asia O'Hara. <laughs> where to be honest, Charlie Hyde would have won against Asia <laughs> O'Hara with that butterfly. It's, Charlie Hyde's the absolute like nadir of lip syncs. Who else? Who else bombed out? Who else bombed so much? Well, Valentina, I'd like to keep her hand, please. God. You know, although, you know, we have seen Valentina perform very strongly in lip sync since then. Um, but yeah, I would say... Win. All stars. First of all, I don't ever count all stars. I know that no, that's no, no, not no, what no, we're no, doing no, to... No, I wasn't finished. <laughs> no, no, no. You will wait. <laughs> um, I would ask you to please put your finger down and stop whacking it at me. You will wait. Because I feel threatened. <laughs> Look, I don't include all... You don't... You can't, whenever I talk about the our podcast and I talk about the queens, I always talk about the queens in previous seasons that aren't all stars because it's not fair for us to compare the girls who are in here for the first time against girls who have done the damn thing, gone and toured, gone and made some money and then come back already knowing how it works. No, I'm, I mean, it's not fair. To, I, I agree yeah. with you. And that's why I've not included the likes of Alaska, Bendela Cram, Shangela in this kind of like lip sync assassin kind of status. I just, you know, if I'm asked the question, have I seen Valentina perform better in lip sync? Yes, I have in All Stars, even though it was a different sort of competition. I don't think we even touched about season seven's um, lip sync assassin, who to me was Chi Chi and Kennedy. Season seven. Season, sorry. Se- yeah, seven. Was seven, Chichi was uh, sorry, um, seven was Kennedy and eight was Chichi. Those Kennedy. two were amazing. I, I want to also see Kennedy come back. I want to see Chichi come back. I, I would say one of my, I wouldn't call her an assassin because she only lip synced twice and she went home on the second one. But Katia did assassinate um, Sasha Bell in her lip sync. She was fantastic. One of my favorite ever lip sync performances, actually. But she's not in the ranks of assassin. Yeah. Just in the basis of the so, Pearl? Pearl sent two girls home, Be- not from her lip sync set, not from lip syncing, <laughs> was for, for basically being a pretty boy. She sent home Trixie. She sent home Miss Fame. She made it all the way to the finale. Well, first of all, it's Trixie and Miss Fame. <laughs> this is exactly what I was saying. But it also depends on who you're lip syncing against. It does. Like for it example, does. like Charlie Hyde was up against Trinity. Trinity could have like Trinity didn't have to like go so hard like girl calm Trinity your ass down Trinity could have sat there and made herself a sandwich yeah. and she still would have and sent won. Charlie home yeah. she could have just done I don't know a tutorial about how to tuck and made the finals <laughs> oh and actually uh, that happened uh, yeah sometimes it is about your opponent but I think the, I think a lot a lot of the girls that we've really like highlighted they embody like what it is to be a lip sync assassin. It's not just to do with statistics. It's also to do with attitude, embodying the song, adjusting your skill set for what the song requires. Mm. Um, and that's all I got to say about that. Yeah. So that's, that is the new format that's come out and it's been confirmed. Obviously it's been like gossip, 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 but it was finally yeah. released. So now we can actually confirm that's what's happening for All Stars 5. Some of the, I mean, the Nancy Drews have potentially identified some of the people who are coming forward because we saw the, the curtain raised, didn't we? And we saw people like their feet and we actually saw somebody all the way up to their neck. People have already pointed out that that outfit is an outfit that Morgan McMichaels has been pictured in. Well, Morgan McMichaels. Morgan. Well, Morgan was, versus... Sonique, Mo- Sonique, one of my favourite ever lip syncs. And that was... Morgan, that was one of the tightest hmm. lip syncs we've ever had on the stage. I've ever seen. Yes. Um, her, she did go home on her second lip sync against um, Zahara Davenport. Um, I didn't hate the lip sync that she did. I think Morgan... No, I, I feel like this is a good example of how the song can also sway towards one person more yeah. than the other. Like, for example, I am... 
I've also got up against a trained ballet dancer mm-hmm. and, and me who I've got like more of a, a street jazz. Yeah. And if the song was a ballet classical, mm-hmm. we're both very, very trained dancers in our own fields. But that song, I can't, a classical song, she would beat me or that person would beat me because of the music. Sahara was on point. Didn't she do the first and that jump was a split go- off the yes. stage as and well? And that, that was a gospel song. Yeah. That was a come to Jesus song. So that song was meant for her. So oh, there's a lot of factors that come into it. Music obviously playing a big part. Like it, it suits you or it doesn't. It suits your skills or you don't. I, I would never ever have the technical skills of a... a a prima ballerina so i could never ever don't put yourself down in that way <laughs> so that's it so i'm excited to look forward um i'm excited to look, and i'm very much looking forward to the all stars five somebody else recognized this is this is a little bit of a reach somebody else recognized a pair of the because the, the the clip showed the curtain going up as far as somebody's shins somebody linked the boots to a, another picture of evie oddly so it's heavily rumored that evie's coming back Oh, well, I'll be. I wouldn't be mad if Evie came back because no. Evie. Yeah, I yeah. would be scared to go against Evie because that girl's got no bone. Like she can, she will have the wow factor. If it's a, if it's a song that lets you do gimmicks, mm-hmm. she's got it in the bag. Yeah, let's not yeah. forget her performance in Queens Everywhere, like stunting. Oh my gosh! Mm. I mean, the oddly and oddly enough, yeah, and that back that bridge into yeah. the walking bridge, and then the the. Oh wow! It's always interesting who the show chooses to highlight as well. It's always interesting who the show chooses to give like little guest spots to. Um, and there are some queens that are just blessed and highly favoured by RuPaul. There are some who never get a look in. Oh yeah, look, that's it. So um, before we actually get onto this episode, anything else that's been happening during this week? Oh, I do want to say that um, uh, this is probably the first time you'll hear of it as well. I um. I, I submit something. So now there's a radio show. Mm-hmm. I think it's based. It's it's somewhere in here, this area. Um, Quarantine FM. Check them out. Okay. And um, I get. To, I'm submitting some. Um, they're allowing me to submit some stuff to be um, played. Hopefully, oh. I'll get a regular spot there in, in, the, in the feature. So I'm going to start making some stuff and start sending it through. Um, hopefully, they'll take it. This is it. actually truly news to me. Yeah, I know. This is wonderful. Just, thank you. Um, this voice was made for radio, so I, I, I guess I, I was, was. I saw um, advertised, and I I sent through some of our podcasts. Oh, stuff, did you? And I said, Hey, look, I, I do a podcast. I'm, I see that you're looking for stuff for your no filter show. Have a listen to what we say. Tell me if you like it. I, I also like to, to, to write. Has, is that Dr. Tom guy free? Who? That Dr. Tom guy. I edited you out of it. <laughs> was, hey, 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 you're here with Polo and only Polo. Nah, this is pretty the gene. That's truly wonderful, though. Like, you, I wouldn't say you've got a face for radio. You've got a face for TV. Yes. But you do certainly have, I think you've got a really euphonic voice and a great presence. Cool. Go on. Uh, that's it. You're not getting more. Your head's big enough, <laughs> frankly. And that's it. Cool. So that's, that's what else is happening with me. Um, I just really hope that it goes well. I it should too. go well. I'm really good. I'm very confident. <laughs> I'm. They'll, they'll be stupid to not. I'm a, hopefully, they're not, hopefully they're not listening to this podcast right now. I'm going. Oh, he's a bit cocky. <laughs> <laughs> he's a bit overly confident. That's not something you'd align with, Paulo. I'm a very humble, servant to the people kind of person. Mm, you don't. You've actually got low self-esteem and I worry about you. Thank you. See, yeah. And this is coming from a psychiatrist. <laughs> Write it down. Let it be written. Okay, I suffer from this. Yeah. I want to get into this uh, reunion episode. We don't really know what's happening with it. This will be a first. Yeah. Season 12 is going to be the first online type. Obviously, given the situation with Karen O'Virus. Hey, <laughs> someone's going to steal their nickname. Someone's going to steal their drag name. They'd be stupid I not hope to. that they credit us. We've already made one, Le Malavaca. Karen O'Virus, if, if you inspired by that name mm. and inspired by us please credit us yes follow our twitter our yeah. instagram facebook wherever you can find us so they've got <laughs> a new live format i have seen a little bit of the ad version it does look like they're doing a brady bunch kind of theme type thing yeah um i guess the more and more we watch we'll uh, get a better idea of how they're going to produce and create um the segment it's going to be a valiant attempt, yeah. I think. Let's give it a quick look now, yes? Mm. All right, here we go. Okay, let's get back into the reunion episode. Mm. It is a valiant attempt. I think that's the best way of putting it, really. It, 
they tried. They <laughs> they really tried. Look, I'm grasping at straws here. This was for me. If I was just watching it, it would be like a yay. Mm. Oh, all the girls are back. Everyone's back. Everyone's talking, and it's a feel good kind of watching. However, this is spilling the GNT podcast. Nothing was spilled, yeah. really, um, and it was really just us. See, you know what? This show episode was a formality. It kind of was. It was really a formality. It's hard to know how they could have done it any different. They couldn't have done it any differently. Um, they had to observe the rules of social distance. Maybe they could have put them all in one I mean, really, really big room two meters apart. Maybe that would have preserved. The problem was when you don't have everybody in the same room, it lacks the same sort of chemistry. What we love is drama, people talking over each other, people blowing up and you know you need the chemistry in the room for that to happen and it just didn't unfortunately it was very like everybody's waiting for their turn to speak Mm. you know everybody's being very polite look i'm gonna create um a show out of this i'm gonna create a podcast (laughs) out of this this if anyone can you can. I'm gonna. I'm gonna make it happen. I'm gonna make it happen. Look, welcome back to the reunion hosted by Rupaulo. <laughs> That's me. So I've got some questions for you. Okay, Please. looking at all of this, have you changed your mind about mm-hmm. any of the queens from watching this? Like, obviously, when we watch the show, the show is heavily produced. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like, they can make the nicest person look like a, a bitch. They yeah. can make someone who um, is a real cow look amazing. They can mm-hmm. do whatever they want in the editing process this is live and i say live with inverted commas because there is still some um some elements here of editing to create something however has have you changed your mind about any of the queens from watching this reunion do you want the short or the long answer um i want the best answer um i'll give you the long answer which is no okay um the, the, the again like i think because of the format this was actually heavily produced and edited um and everybody was editing themselves everybody was like sat in the safety of their own home they weren't sitting in a room with somebody who was like eliciting that um emotional response from them so nobody went off on one nobody had a rant nobody got anything off their chest in fact in fact it was that occurred to such a degree they had to create artificial funny drama at the end without like, oh, it's so funny. We're having an argument. Rockem, I didn't want to be the orange. Ha ha ha. Everybody talking over each other because nothing genuinely actually happened. Um, one thing that was nice, let's look at the positives. Um, like when, when we think about the season 10 reunion, um, that was a complete veil of tears, wasn't it? We were talking about vixen's difficulties and vixen storming off we were talking about dusty ray's experience of the conversion blair was again talking about her her horrible rape experience and it was just like god this is such a sad heavy reunion what about let's celebrate these girls let's let's talk about the great stuff at least even though they've been in quarantine Mm. the girls are talking about the great fun stuff they've been doing there was also a moment of that same reunion season 10 Mm -hmm. um we got um brown cow stunnings story about um, being in the church and how she never found herself until she put on a wig and and there was that little boy that little black boy it was really heavy also the um miss cracker still still holding on to those feelings from asia o'hara and asia o'hara saying you know that she wasn't a star and miss cracker was not that like she really seems to hold on to things i found that so interesting at that time why because um, it really spoke of Miss Cracker for all her amazing talents and skills. She really is oh, ASMR. Go. Um, you know, she's a full package queen, Miss um, Cracker. She's funny. She she can she can do the odd death drop, and she she turns out look she's fantastic. And yet, with all of that, she was still deeply affected by what Asia said. When I sat there watching that, I was like. Miss Cracker, sad as this is that you're hanging on to this, you shouldn't let Asia's words have that power. Asia was asked a question in an artificial situation. Who do you think should go home? And she said, Miss Cracker, I don't see a star. In a competition, of course she's going to say something like that. And okay, those words are like quite hurtful, but if you allow them to affect you to that degree, then that's something about you. And that's something you need to consider. I've always said about Miss Cracker, I love her. She's. I always got this sense in um, season 10 that she was either 
recently completed or was going through therapy. She's somebody who, you know, some of the stuff she came out with um, was really, really um, inspiring. But some of the stuff also showed that she was still struggling with her Mm. self-esteem and her self-doubt. I do, and I'm very excited about this, the All-Stars 5 trailer and also the recent Build interview. Do you remember for for season 12? Um, I feel like we're seeing a fresh new Cracker and I'm really, really excited to see Ms. Cracker after therapy, if you will. Um, the thing about um, the thing about how she was asked a question at the reunion, how mm-hmm. they always bring that up. The same thing was the uh, situation with Tatiana and Raven. Oh, I love and that so much. She was like, "You caught me this because when I was asked the question, yeah. that was my answer." And Tatiana was going off on that. So, is, is there are there any similar parallels between that situation and the one between Asia and Miss Cracker? I do think so. Yeah, because. What you're talking about is potentially a queen who gets the game a bit more and another queen who's more emotionally vulnerable. Yes. So Tatiana I, being the emotionally vulnerable. Oh, Tatiana was very young in yeah. season two. Was she, she was, she wasn't the youngest because Tyra was the youngest, Yeah. Uh, but she was only 20, 20, 21, I think, mm. 22 maybe. Um, and Raven um, has been around the block a few times. Raven, you had to... Withered, cre- slightly withered. <laughs> Season slightly withered. Yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, Raven knew how to give good sound bites. They were bitchy. They were bitchy. And if, if I were in Tatiana's position, yeah, I probably would have felt quite hurt. My feelings But the hurt. thing about Tatiana was that she was a hypocrite because yes. she was doing the same thing. Yeah. However, it didn't apply to her. Tatiana was confronted with that information. Because all the of the reunion. other girls are saying, hold on, you said this about me. Yeah. Why did you? She goes, I was just joking. I didn't actually think you were a whore. But there, she said yeah, so yeah, much shit yeah. about other people. However, the one person who said shit about her, she <laughs> was like, you should not have said that. that was you're so insecure and blah, 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 blah. And then it's like honey you mean a hypocrite raven to know said to her didn't she do you know what you were pretty bitchy too and that's all i got to say about that yes and what i loved about that was raven was so unbothered yeah it was just like <laughs> her face like, was just like <laughs> I'm, I'm i'm not even listening anymore i'm playing a song in my head right now tatiana said something like your your problem is you're you're bitchy and you're bitter and you're nasty and like raven was like it's not a problem. <laughs> this isn't causing me a problem. In my like, life. Oh, oh, you're still talking. Okay, Ooh, like still on you. Okay, uh, that was going. that was you know that was ten years ago, and um, you know social media is so much more active now, and people use it to vent their opinions, some of which don't need to be heard about um, about drag queens. Like, what's wrong with a bitchy drag queen? They're drag queens. Mm. There was n- I c- question for you. Could you pick? out of this um, reunion, anybody who came through was like, yeah, I'm bitchy drag queen and I'm owning it. Was there anybody like that? About Was it from the reunion? Our season 12 reunion. Um, I think Widow was quite unapologetic. Yeah, I like that. But although Widow did give an explanation about yeah. how she felt demoralized as the season went on. But she was quite like, I said what I said. That's yeah, cool. I- I see what I said. I caught it how I see it. Yes. And she actually did. I think she was she was probably one of the most straight up queens. I really do feel when I'm looking at this and I'm looking at different characters, I really felt um Nikki had some sort of agenda. Nikki wanted a I don't I don't know what it was, but Nikki had some sort of agenda going on there. Nikki had time to think, I think, about uh what she wanted to say, how she can she, get some time. She, I think what it was, Nikki was a victim of the, um, who should go home? Uh, since, you know, we have that once or twice a season. That was probably the bitchiest moment in this episode, wasn't it? It was mm-hmm. um, when they, when RuPaul was asked, um, sorry, when RuPaul asked the girls, why did you all say Nikki? And Nikki was like calling out every single, why did you say my name? Then why didn't you say her name? Also, like she was really, really going for it. She was really, really affected by it, wasn't she? I, think, I, I suppose anyone would be if anyone's yeah. throwing your name in there. I'd be angry. Yeah. She's, they all stood by their opinions, which I'm pleased about. Nobody backtracked. No, someone said that they should have said Crystal. Who said that? Um... Looking at my little notes here. Someone said that they should have said someone else. Um, no, no, I'm not wrong. Someone said that. So someone did backtrack in we, there. The, she asked um, Heidi. Heidi stood by it. She asked Britta. Britta stood by it. Um, they all said kind of like, based off your performance, yeah. 
Um, I, I, okay, I'll capitulate to what you're saying. Somebody said that, but from what I recall, most didn't backtrack at least. And- but that was the, probably the only kind of bitches moment. I'll tell you something that was kind of redeeming, something that was really, really good about the reunion is that they finally did the reading challenge. Oh, well, I mean, thank goodness they did it in like three different disguises as the season went on, but they didn't do the, the pure Paris is burning inspired reading challenge. And I mean, it's great what, what, when it comes, because the, when I like how they usually do it in the reunion, because the girls who weren't there for the reading challenge, we get to hear what their reading skills are like. Oh, jiggly. Where yeah. was your sense of fear? What? Oh, 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 damn it. Who was the one that did a really, really good reading on um season four? Four. Is it Madame Laqueer? Yeah, she goes, jiggly, where is your teeth? I know, hanging up. With your, with your bed, sense of fashion. Oh God! You know what? I'm really, really not selling it. But she did a really, really good. Why don't read you just there. play the clip? No, no, I'm good. Thank you. Anyway, so we did the reading challenge, and Britta, Britta was great. It, what the read to um, Miss Brockelli? She said, um, "You took a big game for coming 13th place in a 12 season cast." Oh, Britta, oh, that was good. That was good. It was quite edgy, and also I thought her read of Aiden about like I know. I was harsh on you all season, but I was preparing you for what Patricia Quinn would say to you after the Snatch Game. There was a... Because Patricia Quinn really, really came for her online. Yeah, she wrote a really, really... A letter, didn't she? she put it, a little, an it was a pretty letter, letter saying, yes. I like the show, don't you ever play me again mm. i have never been associated with drugs yeah. my memory is the best out of all the cast in the rocky horror <laughs> i'm the only one that remembers all the specific things so i don't know what you're trying to do i do not talk like that first of all she didn't even um who was it um she didn't even try to see an accent Aiden didn't even yeah. try to put the accent on there was nothing on there and then she was bragging about having had met her and that was the inspiration behind mm. um why she chose it and it was a there was a complete disconnect from the actual character so yes that was a good read it was it was uh, Britta, like you know, seasoned club queen. Of course, she's going to be good at reading. Mm. Um, I thought it was quite because they did revisit one of the main dramas of the season, I guess, which was Aiden versus Britta. Yep. Um, how did you feel about Britta's response here? I felt um, Britta had a lot of time to think about how she can try get people to like her again, uh-huh. how she can not try to be defensive and create more conversation around her being the bitch. Mm-hmm. She really wanted to be redeemed and she had the time to think about it. Um, and I just think Aiden was like, well, Aiden kind of came hard. I don't know if that was in the editing, but Aiden was like, only an insecure person would do that. And you you smelled fear she in me. Didn't, she kind of went off on that sense, but she was like, that, you know what? I'm already over it anyway. I, I got a slightly different sense that I didn't feel like she quite phrased it as kind of like, you were insecure and you came for me kind of thing. It was more like, a, I felt like Aiden came from more of a sense of understanding, really. Um, and... She was talking really about projection, wasn't she? Which is a defense mechanism when I am angry at somebody, but I cannot direct her at them. So I direct her at somebody who's an easier target. Yep. But she was angry at the judges it's and she com- directed her energy com- at Aiden. Completely what bullies do. Com- it is. That was a complete Aiden, bully thing. A- Aiden was also quick to point out this was not bullying. It was yes. not how it's been branded online. I really loved Aiden doing that. I, yeah. You know, Valentina. Get your ass up here and take notes on <laughs> yeah. how you stop the hate. Valentina is, let's compare it to that. Valentina let the fans, she didn't interject until she was forced to what, from the reunion. What you don't understand though is that Valentina doesn't spend time on social media. <laughs> but when we're doing that gig, you're like in every follow, you're following every single like. <laughs> Look, Valentina just loved the attention. She loved the people fighting on her behalf. This is the ego, yeah. the egocentric part of her who she loved having this army of people that were protected, that were doing things, that were doing her little bidding. She loved it. And it wasn't until the girls caught her on the reunion that she yeah. was forced to do not only a fake apology at the reunion, but another forced uh, apology on Instagram with glasses on, <laughs> hiding behind the glasses, giving this like, it was no. Aiden tackled it head on. Aiden said, Look, 
everyone. It wasn't bullying because I know how it was. We were all, it was a the situation. It was a pressure cooker. Yeah. Um, she was basically standing up for her and saying, like, she's not a bad person. Leave her alone. I'm over it. So you should be too. That's the, the good thing that I got from Aiden. I, I give yeah. Aiden so much love and respect for, for saying, cut the shit. Yeah. Britta, um, you're very, very lucky that it was the response that Aiden gave. You, you, you're lucky that Aiden is actually quite a sensible, thoughtful person yeah. overall. Yeah. What I did like as well is there was an opportunity because let's not forget, Britta got some really quite terrible hate online, death threats, the rest of it. Absolute ridiculous nonsense. that should never be directed at anybody online. Amen. Um, and, uh, you know, Jan said, you know, first time I met Britta, she's incredibly supportive of me as a baby queen. Jackie, I thought, gave a really thoughtful response because she didn't minimize uh, Britta's behavior on the show. She said, that is clearly a part of Britta's personality. That's how she behaves in a competition. However, I also know Britta is an incredibly generous mm-hmm. and kind person. So I think that's a really important and mature perspective, you know, shades of gray within a person. Nobody's all good. Nobody's all bad. We all have ugly traits that come out in certain situations ugly Ugly. um no it's true isn't it none of none of us are saints and none of us Um, are devils i mean i (laughs) um, you were recently canonized (laughs) (laughs) weirdly you're still alive but you were canonized um so yeah i i think that was really mature perspective from jan um moving on Looking at the queens, who had the best look? Well, my first, I guess it was a slumber party theme, and some have adhered to it better than the other. I'm gathering it was a slumber party theme. Not not everybody looks like they're at a slumber party, to be honest. Um, in terms of glow up, it has to be. Is that the question? Who looks the who's had the best improvement? Who looks? Well, let's change it. Who looks <laughs> the best now? Who looks the who's the best look, and who has had the best glow up? I mean, the best glow-up is definitely Heidi. Undoubtedly. Undoubtedly, Heidi is the best glow-up. She's had time to get someone in. Um, I don't know how, social distancing to do her makeup. She's had time to practice, hasn't she? She's yes. finessed. What social distancing? Yeah. Her teeth have been social distancing all season. <laughs> oh! <laughs> that was part of the reading challenge, girl. That was part of the reading challenge. Back it up. Back oh it up. God. That was funny. That was funny. It was shade. Oh, my God. Shade! If there's two things you don't come for, it's people's teeth and their weight. Now, I want to ask you this question. Mm-hmm. Where, whose queen would you want to have a slumber party in? Whose house? Who is the best house? One of the queens who's drinking. So, like, Jada or Widow. <laughs> like, frankly. Um, who has the best house? Look at, the, look at it oh, now. Well, I'm asking you, like, okay, where would you want to live? Um, Jackie's got quite a nice backdrop. Jackie's got, like, a little log fire going on. Mm-hmm. Um, I can really, really tell that Heidi like ordered a few bits off Amazon to decorate the background to create like a little nook. Do you feel like she's like um, used it um, that background kind of apt sort of thingy? Where I wondered can, if some of them were an app. using like you know how they can do it in uh, is it Photoshop? No Photoshop, photo photo booth uh-huh. where you can get a different background. Because that definitely looks the case for RuPaul. RuPaul, def- that's Ru- not RuPaul's... That's where I want to go. She's got a chaise longue in the background and yeah. a lovely bay window. I don't think that's RuPaul's actual house. I think she's got something on in the background, green screen there. Um, can we talk about RuPaul's face, Keeney, as well? We're on subject. Is that Nacho Libre <laughs> face? What is happening? What? Tell me about that look. Ru, is- Ru's been on SlickItUp.com, I think, and got she, herself some She's fetish getting wear. as much work as she can during this quarantine so that she emerges from the cocoon like a the butterfly. Um, my thoughts about this are... Um, if Rue cannot get somebody to do her makeup, whether she's boy, girl, or boy girl <laughs> boy brew or girl brew then she wants to cover her face yep. she does not want to be on camera having done her own makeup even if she's in boy drag that's it just looks really bad it's unusual it's a choice choices choices, choices. um but yeah like, clearly, Heidi's had the biggest glow-up. I think there are some other subtle glow-ups going on. I really like Nikki's makeup. I thought Nikki looked like a million dollars. Um, like I think she's done something a little subtly different. Just refined a few things, you know. Um, 
Look at that. Look at that mug. There's just, there's, Aiden, there's not really Aiden. much to, what, no, Aiden. You know what I love about Aiden is that Aiden's got like, she's been criticized for have, only having the one pussycat wig, mm-hmm. but in her background, mise-en-scene says yes. that she's got so much other, there's <laughs> other different variations of the same pussycat yeah, wig. So she's it. basically saying it's not just one leg, ho, yeah. it's a lot of the same wig, which is, <laughs> which is a good way of, um, kind of coming out of that whole one wig thing. I thought that was quite clever of her to do so. But I, there was no real amazing moments in this reunion. And I'd rather just make comparisons to other reunion shows where we hear Tammy Brown, you know, uh, I don't see you walking kids in nature. You know, it's not my fault that you forgot you're a star. Excuse the, your mouth. Do you mean Tammy Brown, the Grand Empress of Drag Race reunion? Yes. Yes, that one. Yes. The High Duchess herself. <laughs> and there was there was no like clique drama either. There was no kind of like Heathers versus Boogers. No, kind of exactly. Stuff. There was no like Willem calling out Fifi um, and not yeah. apologizing. You know, the, mm-hmm. the amazing drama. There was no Trixie Mattel going to Acid Berry. Does that mean that this season lacked a true Hi, villain? Hi, I'm Trixie Mattel, and I have a question for Esther Berry from <laughs> Trixie Mattel. Did you did you not come for me on the Untucked? <laughs> you didn't see it, but I did her back bend a lot. He did. He did. Um, Where was that? It's like Trixie was in the room. What, what, are, what are some other amazing reunion moments that you can think of? Um, there are so many. I guess like... Shay. Shay is the queen. Shay Kool-Aid is the queen you know of that. The- why that was, of course, is because they'd filmed the finale before the reunion and Shay came in there pissed off that she'd lost. <laughs> and so Ray... Ray, But she- I, it made for the best reunion because Shay kool came for everyone. Shay kool came for Valentina. Shay kool came for who else? Like, who was the producer? Anybody who was talking. Shay yeah. was like, hold up. I know you're trying to get redemption yeah, from your fans. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Um, Sasha was quite cutting during that as well. Like you're just backtracking. I find it very ironic, girl. You're just backtracking now. Trinity K. Bonet and her tr- tr- Trinity, Trinity Taylor was coming for everybody. I don't like this bitch over here, but at least she doesn't make excuses. Yes, and also she was like, "I didn't like any of your looks, Peppermint." <laughs> no, I did tell you. Yeah, I did tell you that I didn't like the way that they look. I think Trinity, she's got that kind of like, "I'm just going to tell you to your face" kind of vibe. She really does. I think that's really consistent with Trinity as well. Yep, um, Trinity K. Bonet and Eureka, I love that. They, they had the kind of reading challenge they before. Did. Yeah, yeah, she's, yeah. I think Trinity thinks that she's serving fish, but she's serving fish. Oh, well. Fisher Price. Fisher Price. Yeah. She goes, You're serving fish. I don't know that. A whale. What's that? A whale. Oh, oh my God. Is that what she said? Yeah, yeah. I yeah. never knew that. I mean, you know, she's fat shaming. As in a whale. A whale. Oh, my gosh. And technically, a whale isn't a fish, it's a mammal, but. I love that read. It, it got a laugh. Fish. A whale. She goes, <laughs> I, what did you think she said? I thought she said Fisher Well, which was another another <laughs> brand. Like Fisher Price and Fisher Well. No. So I was like, oh, no. Fisher Well. You're looking like fish as well. A whale. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I ain't afraid. You, you, you ate James and the giant piece. Now, this is my best read where she goes, I thought I was the big girl till your nose walked in the room. <laughs> That was good. It snaps all around. I somebody's had it. so many operations on her nose. Oh, I mean, pe- that's th- me talking. I've got a big schnoz, listeners. But Tracy's had a so therefore you're allowed to th- mock someone yeah. else. Yes, okay. Tracy's got had two or three nose jobs and. What, but what about Bianca Del Rio's read to detox? You got your knees done, you got your chest done, you got your elbows done, you got that, done, and you kept that nose. Really? <laughs> Did you run out of money? <laughs> doesn't detox? That's what she said. Doesn't detox? Detox um, keeps her nose because her um, she had a really really tough relationship yeah. with her father, and I think before the father died, um, they kind of patched things up, and so the nose is the only thing that resembles her father, or their yeah. mind that that she got from her father. So she keeps the nose. She also wants to retain her ability to do a Marilyn Manson illusion. Okay. Mm-hmm. They're really, really similar looking. I, it's, it's not my cup of tea. You don't really know what Marilyn Manson looks no. like. But these are the reunion moments that I live for. And you know um, what? It's hard to get that kind of reaction when everyone's in the comfort of their own home. That's the there, thing. There's no, it's really hard for you to have a back and forth when there's lag and then there's other people. So you yes. don't know You don't know when the right time is. And, and also, you're going off the directives of RuPaul, who's on another separate, separate screen. So... 
there was no way for them to have a drama. Look, report, you almost need to do another redemption reunion where you get the girls in together one more time. But this reunion to me was it was very feel good. It was very I just I don't know. I think halfway, not even halfway, a quarter of the way through, I wasn't watching for the sake of podcasting. I was watching and appreciating and enjoying the fact that hey, all well, the girls are back together and it's a nice reunion. And I'm just gonna sit here and chill. Did it make for good TV? No. Was there any drama? No. Did I get any like a? Did I get the ooh ah sensation from <laughs> from anything? Uh. No. What did I get? I got a good a, a good full circle. Everyone's back. Oh, family reunion. Yeah, RuPaul's best friends race. I mean, that's what I got from the show. I didn't get from the episode. I didn't get that much drama. I got no drama. It was just a formality that happened. And look, we're all going to be saying it's boring, but like you're just happy you got something to watch during this time. So y'all <laughs> can just keep it. Y'all can just keep it to yourself. It was all a bit blah, really. Yes. Um. Actually, I just realised that I think one of the best looks might actually be um Crystal's Wee Willy Winky. I love it. Yeah. With that candle that she does actually hold up throughout. Oh, the commitment. Poor little tired arm. Um, the It didn't give us highs or lows, but it's nice to see the queens appreciate each other. And actually, I really, really appreciate the moment where they're all like, even though they're being in quarantine, what have you guys been doing? And Jan was like, do you know what? Been doing our best to perform online and me and my boyfriend, we're doing something to make ourselves smile every day. What a great message. That's nice. Yeah. That is nice. Um, and, you know, Rockem sitting there with her all her costumes and wigs in the background. What a sweetheart. Just talking about the things that she's been trying to do. Hmm. And also her improved relationship with her mum, which is a lovely moment, I thought. Yeah. Because she spoke about her real difficulties, didn't she? Do you know what? This reunion was a good sum up of the season as a whole. Mm. This was RuPaul's best friends race, except for Britta and Aiden. Is it fair to say, actually, I I agree with you. They were mostly sweethearts, really, weren't they? Um, And even Britta with Aiden, I felt like that was overproduced that conflict well they to needed try to make create, something they needed a villain um I'll side you- side note um obviously we know that there's a character who's been mostly cut out of the season sherry pie we've only we know that was for very good reasons well, this is the only episode she's not in i mean people should i don't want to see any more posts about another sherry pie thingy i'm really i'm i'm, I'm over it officially all, all i want to say is that um um, obviously, it was all for good reasons. She shouldn't be given a platform for, for what she did. Um, but, like, it does create intrigue over the storylines that we might have missed out on. Look, one day, one day, when everything's blown over, when I say blown over, I mean, like, what was done? The actions are, are uh, we don't condone the actions done. Obviously, we don't. We don't. And if you're uh, if you're new to listening to our podcast, which mm-hmm. you know, there will be new ones because we grow every week. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, our stance on the whole Sherry Pie situation is that we acknowledge Sherry Pie's talents on yes. the show, and we um, we talk about what is um, given on the show. Yes, and we don't delve into the the deeper parts behind the drama. And regarding the drama, of course, we think it's wrong. It's, yes. it's very, very wrong. But our job is here to um, look at the the art. Yes. The arts produced, and, and that's what we critique on, and I think what we enjoy to do with all of the queens. And there are many people in the world whose opinion is that you cannot separate the art and the artist. We don't believe and, that. And I say, um, I'm, we're grown ass men. We do what we want. Yeah. We presume that. And if it's not your taste, listen to another podcast. We presume those people. Get a bit cocky now. <laughs> Get a bit cocky now. They've got numbers. No, but. Um, no, but. Like, On our first month of doing podcasting, I was desperate for views. Now I'm just like, eh, you're here, you're here, you're not, you're it's not. It's like, where, where do you draw the line with stuff like that? Because, yes. like, we presume that those people aren't listening to R. Kelly or Michael Jackson. They're not watching Woody Allen or Roman Polanski films. Mm. You know, um, we assume that. People apply those, you know, as you pointed out, where, are you wearing Hugo Boss clothes or, condo, you know, appreciating Hugo Boss clothes? Are you reading Dr. Seuss? Yes. You know, if you delve deep enough into anybody's personal life, you'll find something incredibly wrong or objection. Not anybody's, but a lot of people's, a lot of prominent artists and creative people's personal lives, you'll find something that you really, really find difficult to stomach morally. Mm. I also believe in, you know, the shades of grey that exist within people. Um, and it's important. It's important not to erase 
people and pretend that everybody who creates beautiful art is a wonderful person. That's just not the case. It's perfectly possible for somebody to be a wonderful performer, but to do really quite immoral, damaging, horribly hurtful things in their personal life. Um. Right in front of you. Tom. <laughs> um, if you're trying to come for me, I was looking him right in the eye. Yeah, then, I'm like, um, is this something you? Uh, should I mute this? Are you, are you, is it, shall I stop recording? Is there anything you want to say I, to me? I do. We. I do wonder. You know, I don't think it'll be touched on in the actual finale episode. I. I do think the show has missed an opportunity. They made a couple of jokes, obviously, this Not, episode about what I wanted. I've. I've said it since the first few episodes yeah. and of the season is that catfishing is something that happened in the LGBTQ. R Z N F community. It happens all. It's something that's quite quite common, um, and it would have been great for them to seize this opportunity to actually shine light on the dangers of catfishing in our community, the reality of catfishing in our community. There's eight eight out of ten people have been catfished, and like stop brushing it under a carpet as though it's you know we're so ashamed of it. It's, yeah. it's so embarrassing. Let's talk about the realities. Give people that time. You know. It happens. I think also if we don't understand the reasons for something happening, mm-hmm. then we're never going to be able to prevent people getting hurt in that way in the future. I reckon one day they're going to release a a special edition season 12 with the full, the full <laughs> Sherry Pie experience. I mean... Without I, the drugs or the sex and the, the catfishing. <laughs> there's lots of speculation as to what her narrative and storyline might have been. What, uh, was it you? What, what were you telling me about her um, her storyline that would have been had I, she not I, been cut out? I heard a rumour that the primary storyline for Sherry would have been rivalry with Gigi as frontrunners. I mean, that's speculation at this point. It's it's impossible to know. Um, and yeah, we, we, we don't, we're none the wiser as to what happened to sort of create the person who did those terrible things. Yep. Okay. Next week, we have the season 12 finale, and we've just mm. heard it again from RuPaul and the reunion. What is going to happen is that they're going to be lip syncing live from the comfort of their own homes, <laughs> and there are five songs of which they're going to be lip syncing to. My question is, they're not each lip syncing five songs each, are there? Is she going to mm. make them all perform and randomly choose one of the five songs, two of the five songs, and then they have to actually prepare something for every number? The best thing about them actually having the comfort of their home is that they're not going to be they're not going to have like some people are so intimidated by an audience Mm. they are so there's so much fear about them going um in front of an audience and dancing um and performing you know they're performers they're entertainers but like in a competition setting where there's so much on the line and and the tv cameras there and and the people then report in front of there you have to admit as seasoned of a performer you as you are you still are going to be affected by all of these things sometimes it can help amplify your performance sometimes it can actually make you more nervous and mm-hmm. you can forget all of that's going to be thrown out the window you're in some way that you're comfortable you're in your own house you're there every day so that automatically those nerves are gone you can actually perform so much better lately i've been doing some auditions mm-hmm. and it was so much easier for me to audition um and, and make a video of my audition and then send it through instead of having to actually go wait in line at at an audition see other people hear them singing see them dancing and then getting intimidated oh my god are they better than me and then going in front of a panel of people who've been there for five hours who look really really hungry who look like they (laughs) want to go on their lunch break who look like they didn't didn't even look up a lot of the times you walk into a room they wouldn't even look up they ask you for your name while looking at the piece of paper and then they go what song are you going to sing okay start singing and then that's it that's Mm. all the time that you get in an audition and sometimes that can really affect you Sometimes I can go there and like your nerves close up your vocals and then mm. all of a sudden I can't reach those high notes or so maybe I didn't stretch well enough for the dance or maybe my nerves are so much that mm. I forget the choreography that I'm supposed to be dancing. All of these things are gone. Mm-hmm. You are in the comfort of your own home. Okay? I know that the uh, nothing's changed. There's still the title of America's Next Top Model. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> America's Next Trade Superstar on the line. There's still, there's still all that pressure, but you are in such a comfortable setting that you should be fine. I feel like that's mm. the advantage that you do get. 
I'm sorry you don't get to have all of that fame. You didn't get to have a nice glob. You didn't get to be in front of it and walk the, the red carpet. But performance-wise, for the girls, I think this is good for you. And I think that you should be pulling as much tricks as you can. What are, what are you thinking of? What are you going to do? How are you going to use your space? That's going to be intriguing, isn't it? It's, it's a bit like... Um well, they've got their home environment and it's going to be intriguing how they're going to use that. I mean, I'm presuming none of them have like RuPaul-esque main stages in their basements. Um, yeah, they won't have the, as you said, they won't have the audience to feed off or to or to knock back their confidence. Who knows what's going to happen? Yeah. I think, um, Let yeah, let's see what happens. I mean, I, I'm just hoping that it's not, oh, I don't know, I guess it's unavoidable. There's going to be this lack of energy about it is what I'm feeling. You know, there's they're not that live excitement. Mm. We don't know what's going to happen, but um, we will be covering the finale next week. And we really do hope that you join us for that. So um, make sure that you do. Is there anything else you want to say before we close this off? Um, not especially. I've got no. contempt for everybody who's listening. Most importantly, <laughs> I want everyone to know that Chanel the Bird has been found <laughs> and ah. have, and safely returned back to her scouts owner. Yeah. So Chanel thank you so the much. African Grey Parrot. Yes. Chanel. <laughs> so I think that's probably the most important thing that we've um, expressed on this podcast today. Yeah. yeah. Next week, please join us for the finale. And thank you so much for everyone that has been listening and following us, um, not only from our last season covering UK, but for the growers and the listeners in the ever going listeners and the new listeners who are joining us every single time please um keep keep listening please tell a friend get us out there follow us talk to us on all of our social medias and feel free to rate and review us on spotify apple or wherever you listen to podcasts we so appreciate every rating and review because it really much. helps us guys so thank you so much right Lots so of love, everybody. thank you so much for listening to spilling the gnt podcast with polo and up to Tom. we'll see you next week for the finale yay see Lots ya love, guys see you later Later. Bye. Bye.